0: O U A I dot com and enter promo code Andy for fifteen percent off any product. That's T H E O U A I dot com with promo code Andy.
1: When I need to feel powerful, I unmatch bitches on Tinder.
0: I was thrilled to accept the role of flower girl at an October wedding, and now I have to share it with a goddamn baby.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guys!
1: Hello! It's
0: Andy's Girls.
1: Guys, it's episode 20. That's, Can you uh, believe it? That's like a baker's dozen give a few.
0: Oh my god, 100%. It's like crazy it's a full season that is bananas to me
1: um so but we're, like in
0: the best possible way good well, bananas a banana split
1: we're here from the housewives headquarters uh to talk about all things housewives this week especially real housewives of new york season finale i mean jesus fucking christ
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i Question. So it was bonus size. So there was an extra 15 minutes. Do you think it was because it was so insane, which it was? Or do you think it was because they were hoping to get to like an extra episode plus the finale and they didn't have enough material?
1: You mean you... like, you know
0: how like the Dallas reunion was one episode but super size was an extra 15 minutes and i always thought the reason that they did it as like an extra 15 was because they didn't have enough material for part one part two mm. do you think it was super because it was so fucking insane which it was i mean
1: i think that they need they felt like they needed to get that final party in and so maybe they just had too much footage, footage from that party but they wanted to complete the story of like the finale party
0: that party um, was so that new york was like so much there was it was a lot. It was. I
1: would, I'm going to say one thing I really liked about New York, and I I would have to think about, like, the Housewives as a whole and a genre and what has existed in the past as far as, like, episodes that really exist within one moment. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of episodes like that on New York this season, like the Berkshires. Um, oh,
0: my God, Berkshires are so good. And this
1: whole Miami trip where, like, it was, like, a really isolated incident. This we're also the dinner at Lady Gaga's restaurant. It's like these scenes, these these episodes that are like thirty minutes of in one location. I'm really into because it feels like you're watching a play in some way. It
0: really does. It's like extra dramatic and theatrical.
1: Um. So I mean, let's just dive into New York. Where were where were you? You know, we've talked a lot about Uh, New York.
0: i so uncomfortable with it. I almost fell over. Just a
1: full circle moment for you, I, I would think, because you we started this season you are bethany's number i'd say like number two fan and
0: excuse me who's her number one fan bethany
1: yeah she's her own number one fan but i think that you know i know you've been having an interesting relationship so i'd like i mean where how do you feel about the way she delivered the news to louis and how do you feel about her season in general now that we've seen it up to the re like we're not at the reunion yet but we've seen it everything up till
0: so here's the thing so i watched the finale live as it was happening watch what happens live and i had a lot of feelings and i was like writing them down writing down my feelings blah 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 then i started texting with a friend while watching the finale and she had a very different reaction to bethany's behavior than i did like i initially was sort of pissed about the way that bethany was communicating to lou and the fact that all the women were, like, going into Bethany's room to make sure she was okay with delivering the news instead of, you know, going to Luann and seeing how, see how she was doing. Because, of course, Luann realized that all of the other women knew or found out, you know, a couple minutes later. And then I rewatched the episode with sort of a clean slate, even though it was, like, 12 hours later. I was like, let me just rewatch this one more time. And I watched that scene of Dorinda saying that Tom and Luann were essentially trying to steamroll blackmail her into rewriting the script of Tom cheating on Lou. And for some reason, the first time I watched the episode, I don't know if I wasn't giving it a hundred percent or I was like too wound up with like emotions about watching it or whatever, but I missed the part where she where Dorinda had said um that Luann was with Tom and then handed the phone over to Tom and then it was Tom that was like here's what's going to happen I'm going to show up with some waiters from the Regency we're going to sit down we're going to figure out the new game plan and you're going to do this otherwise you're no longer going to be a friend of Luann's and I'm just imagining Luann sitting next to Tom hearing a man that you know because you have photographic evidence cheated on you the night before your engagement party a week after or however long after getting engaged after only having stripped each other for a couple months or whatever with all signs pointing to him being a douchebag and you're listening to him threaten your girlfriend who has nothing to do with him fucking up that's all his bad and trying to kind of rewrite the script and the fact that they did that together then I lost a lot of animosity that I had for Bethany because when I was thinking like, why is she telling Lou about the time script over and over and over again while she's on the phone with Tom? I thought that was like a little much. Of like, it was like But, like, why, but why
1: does that behavior between Tom and Louanne negate, negate how Bethany's approach to, for you? Because
0: I felt like it was showing a level of Louanne's duplicitousness that I haven't really seen this season. Where I where I have said repeatedly that she's coming off as desperate. She so wants to be in love. She wants to be married. She wants to like be settled. And have the ring and blah 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 and that that was overriding her maybe being fake or false and then Dorinda's giving this huge window into the fact that yeah Lou is actually being sort of a twat I mean like Lou is backing and supporting this man that she's known for an hour and a half for less time than she's known Dorinda saying and behaving in a way to her friend that's really shitty and then I'm thinking about Maybe that's why Bethany felt like she had to have, like, the cards stacked. Like, she needed to have a stack deck of proof to tell Luann, like, yeah, I had a source. It wasn't a fake ex-girlfriend. I also talked to the bartenders. I also have all of these photos. It was too no, much. Sir, it wasn't too much, though, because you can't absolve yourself of that scene of Luann and Tom conspiring to... Produce the finale in a way that would absolve him of guilt. That is super shitty and shady. But that to me that has
1: zero things to do with the way Bethany approached.
0: I think it's ultra connected because it, it opens a window into Luann's soul in a way that makes me understand Bethany's hatred for her this season. It doesn't absolve Bethany of slut shaming her at all, but to me it says, like, yeah, Luann is not super innocent in this. It's not just like she's like a sad, depressing, like 50 something. It's no, there's some shit well, going let's on. Let's rewind, here behind the though. Okay.
1: Luann and Tom's behavior towards Dorinda, which I'm not, I thought was is totally, totally fucked up and so super. Super
0: fucked up, right?
1: Well, yeah, but also so is Bethany calling people and having timestamps and being like, I didn't want to tell you this. I didn't want to tell you this, but I have this, and it's a timestamp, and I have a picture, and I have another picture, and Lu- and Leanne's Lu- and like, well, maybe it didn't happen on Wednesday, and Bethany's like, it definitely happened on Wednesday. It's like, you're a fucking cunt, Bethany, because you're acting like you don't want to do this. You are doing it. And... Yeah, absolute, absolutely. And
0: I have issues with Bethany not telling... If Bethany had to... Here's my thing. We were just talking about Miami, you guys, because I, like, am desperate to go to Miami. I think I might go in, like, a week and a half and, like, have some Zika and a cocktail. But... My thing is, like, why say it on the trip? Why not just wait until you get back? Which is
1: exactly what Dorinda called her out with Bethany out. Which on, like, I
0: agree with. I'm not saying that Bethany, but I, initially, I watched the episode live and was like, what the fuck is Bethany I just doing? don't
1: think that any, I don't think that Tom and Luann's reaction to his cheating coming out on a television show is, negates Bethany's approach. Like, of course, like, Luann is reacting in a way like she's being defensive. And that's not the way I think that maybe Bethany thought she was gonna react but like it doesn't that does not like the reaction to Bethany's shitty behavior doesn't excuse Bethany's shitty behavior.
0: I agree with you that she did some stuff that was like a little overboard and she was going CSI and I felt for a part of it... I and was it like, wasn't her relationship. It was, that's exactly what I wrote down! I literally wrote down on my little iPhone after the little screensaver of my puppy, um, you don't... That, that's not your job. You're not in this relationship. Like, because I do feel it. But then I started thinking when I was thinking about... Lou and Tom acting like complete and total douchebags. And I was like, well, maybe that's why she felt that if she had to say something, that she wanted to make sure she had proof so that they couldn't spin it. Because as we saw in that scene, immediately wanted to spin the cheating that Luann was so focused on, I'm not going to let a kid ruin my that's marriage. Insane. That's their, I know It is insane, and that's their... Oh, wait, my opinion is insane or their behavior? This, their behavior is, was insane.
1: Well, Luann and Tom's behavior is absolutely insane. The fact that Bethany felt like she had to have so much stacked against them to prove her point, to be right in someone's right. relationship I is ab- also I insane. I 100% this believe... This is not show any, no, anything about her life I the entire season. The
0: fact that she started crying, I was like, this is fucked up. The fact that she got ma- mad at Luann... For like shooting the messenger when they when they um when she got mad at Luann for shooting the messenger when they weren't friends to begin with and There was a whole Berkshire stitch where Bethany was screaming at her, calling her a whore. The fact that Bethany brought that up again as another reason why Luann would stay with Tom because she's just a whore and doesn't care is shitty. Like, Bethany has behaved in a really shitty way. I do not know how I will be able to move forward with my imaginary best friendship with Bethany after this season. I really don't know. I thought that last season was a fever dream. I thought she was going to come back. As, as, As I said, the bee is back. She behaved in a great way starting up and then she just burst into flames. And I think a lot of this shit with Luann brings up stuff from her divorce None of it is excusable. I think that she is a broken person. I think that Bethany at heart is a broken person and does well, like not know to people, have... Like,
1: system. a lot of these people are broken people.
0: I know, but she's on TV, so we're talking about... I mean, No, like but, she's, I mean, but
1: I mean, a lot of these people on these shows are broken, so like, I don't know she's why... She's
0: overly broken. She's broken in a way where she's so focused on people agreeing with her and her being right that she throws out common sense and common decency out the window and then will never apologize for it. Bethany is not an apologizer. She really isn't. She will go to her grave believing the schlock that she's giving us, and it's it's hurtful for the Bethany fans. I mean, cheers, we're drinking Skinny Girl <laughs> for my fridge because I don't want to buy a new flavor. I mean, like – She has a support system of loyal people who are now saying, like, who is this person that we blindly followed for so long? Because this is either a broken Bethany after all that money and fame and a shitty divorce and whatever, or this is the true Bethany as she has always been. And that's a struggle for a lot of people. And the the issue that came out with all this cheating bullshit is, like, that's crazy how that happened. That's crazy that he was cheating – the night before for over an hour. Like, I, I do consider, like, heavy petting cheating. Like, snogging some girl at a, at an upscale bar. Like, that's 100% cheating to me. But well, I don't think
1: Luann thinks it's cheating.
0: I think Luann knows it's fucked up, but Luann doesn't care. Yeah.
1: She, was, of course, was clearly, clearly upset, but... Not upset enough to really give a shit and, like...
0: And her story was changing a million times. First, it was, like, they were at the Regency together. Then it was that they I mean, had she a fight. And was at
1: straws to try to, like, find a way out of it being... Right.
0: Legal. He cheated on her. He is a shitty guy. He's disgusting. I think he's a disgusting human being. And maybe they're just meant to be together. Because if Luann wants to put up with this... I don't understand it. I mean, I I get that they want to plan the wedding and she wants to have that fairy tale ending, but nobody attending that wedding, having seen this episode, which everyone in those seats will have fucking seen, probably half the people there are in some way related to the production. Nobody thinking going to that wedding is thinking this is a happily ever after. Everybody is thinking this is a really. I mean, crazy in, cinch. unless
1: there are two people who just want to be able to do whatever they want, but have the companionship and like.
0: But then you can't call it a forever love, which is what Luann has been. They can, but it's false. Why? Why? Because it's not an open relationship. It's Luann has specifically said it's not an open relationship. She got offended at someone asking if it was. You can't have it both ways. If she wants to say, if she wants to be private about it, then fine. But then don't try to. Um, bully Maybe she one was of trying pri- to be
1: private about it and didn't want to say on the record that it was an open relationship and then right. this but then person don't that she's don't bully really-
0: Dorinda about it. Then you have to come clean. That's your own shit. That's not a friend of yours who's also your co-star. You can't have it both ways. If she wants to have a private relationship, she shouldn't have made a big fucking deal about it on the and show. What do you mean
1: about, what about Dorinda?
0: If she wanted to have a, an open relationship, then you can't try to bully a friend into like pretending that it was like this great long love story and that there was just some like random moment where he was... I, I was so annoyed with her excuses, where she was like, and this woman was just like so I just, ready I to honestly, take advantage I, I of I really, the situation. I thought it was really I fucked up. I just
1: feel like, th- and I suppose this happens on every franchise, but every season. I've said this before about Beverly Hills, um, and I actually like I took the idea from a friend. But, like, that Beverly Hills was always, like, one season is about one woman's downfall, and it really has maintained that it's, like, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Kim or it's Taylor, Yolanda, right. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it feels like I'm noticing that a lot more in other franchises, or specifically in New York and Beverly Hills. I'm trying to think. I can't know, think if the other ones exist like that, too, where, like, all of the story is around one or two women. And everybody else is just pushing that story. So like Munchausen was the story on Beverly Hills. Yeah, they would
0: have been fucked I about mean, it. I mean,
1: it was all about Yolanda's yeah, Munchausen, yeah, yeah. and it was, and then it became like the story of like Lisa Vanderpump creating that story, but then denying it, and then like Andy being mad because they were talking about production. Yeah, but, like
0: Shannon Bedore and OC. Yeah, yeah, but
1: Shannon Bedore's fall, like you know, and, they'll, and now and now it's like Vicky slash like Kelly, and both of both I mean, of them like yeah. being sort of ostracized from the group and whatever, and it feels like. New York really has, it went from being all about Dorinda and her relationship to being about like Jules and her uh, illness, sort, sort of, enough. it was like, it was sort really. of like her introduction to the show. Yeah, it was like show. a B-plot. Yeah. And then it went to being Luann and like, that is what is frustrating to me. It's like, listen, the whole scene between, about with Dorinda talking to Ramona and being on, I think it was, was it Ramona? About, yeah, I
0: think it was Ramona. I was trying to think of Or, or Sonya, yeah. can't remember, but it was like so she was being honest funny.
1: about what Luann obviously said to her off the record and I felt like that was shitty and weird because she's trying, like, Luann's mad that it is what it is, and she's now trying to get herself out of it and, like, figure out how to make it look as best as they can on television. However, I also feel frustrated that, like, Bethany and, like, to a lesser extent, Ramona and Carol are, like, pushing all of this stuff and, like, really making it their story, but, like, it has nothing to do with them, and they haven't shown a lot, which is frustrating. Like, that's what I find frustrating is, like, if, like Bethany was like, I, I can like I can tell you're the kind of girl who's gonna like to deal with that, and Louie was like, yeah, so stay out of my relationship. And I wanted to just be like, kind of like you didn't tell her that as a friend. You told her that because someone allegedly said that to you, and you couldn't keep it in your and you told her, and she didn't want to hear it. So now she's gonna ignore you, and now you're like mad that she didn't have the reaction that you wanted. And it's like if she wants to be in that relationship and that's what works for her, she's happy. Whatever, she's not happy, but like she, sure, but like. You're not showing anything. So, like, it's very frustrating to me to watch this because it's been 20 episodes of this, of of Bethany telling Dorinda about her boyfriend and then Bethany telling Sonia about her business and then Bethany telling Jules, like, she can't be around her because her illness makes her think of her mother and then Bethany telling, now telling Luann that her relationship is, like, fucked and Luann's like, okay, but I'm gonna stay in it and she's like, well, that's fucked up but I guess I should have known. like, And it's like, well, this is... What about you?
0: I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. It's, it's been just... very upsetting. It's been very frustrating for me. And some of it, we have to say, just to stipulate, or add the disclaimer rather, that a lot of it's because she can't. She cannot talk about her child she on TV. She can talk about the guy that she, she's
1: dating. She
0: can talk about the guy that she's dating and that there were two different um, sweaty, bald meatballs that she has been with. One of whom, the the current one, is some ex of like a high school friend. Then another one had like a rape allegation against him in the past. Is like, super meatball guy i mean like and that's who she was dating during a part of and and it also I rumored
1: eric stone street
0: and eric stone that. street right so yeah that she should talk about and that's probably why she feels a kinship with carol because carol is also super withholding in many areas it's just like and, i I know i get it i agree i'm, I'm not like i'm you. not like
1: on i'm not i mean i was on Luanne's side all season i was like annoyed at like that scene about when dorinda revealed that i was sort of like I, I think they're mean, shitty
0: people. I guess it's just so frustrating because it's like, but like Luan, is shitty. they're all shitty people. No, I know, but <laughs> I feel like <laughs> But I feel like maybe cuz we're seeing more of Lou, there's more of me to criticize, but there is also still the critique of B because she's not revealing what she is revealing of herself is that like she's become a really shitty person. Well, I just I mean, really think she has I... and it's really upsetting to me because now it's like the taste in my mouth it's like I don't know my skinny girl has curdled like it's not, it's I, lived not for, I feel like she's like dead I
1: lived for the moment that in the sneak peek for this um, reunion when Lou Ann just said that she, Bethany's is a, a horrible shady, person. Yeah.
0: And then it cuts to Bethany crying. And I honestly was like, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I watched the preview for the reunion a couple times. And that scene of her like crying at the end, the last shot. I don't of, think like, I saw
1: it. I remember seeing that. Yeah. The
0: last shot is of Bethany like tear streaked face, like looking panicked. And I was like, yeah, that's fucking right. Like I, mean, I and I, I am a Bethany super fan, but I'm like, you need to cry a little bit. Like you, no, she needs to cry less is the issue. She needs to be more honest and more connected. To whoever the fuck she, she is want to at play the end, ball of the night. anymore because she, she thinks she's it, more famous and I don't she's don't want her than she's richer than them. Take up time on my favorite franchise and and pretend like she's the Bethany of yesteryear. I think it's really disrespectful I, to her loyal fans, and by loyal fans, I mean me, Sarah Galley, a <laughs> <I laughs> Manhattan resident, future. You know, I have a complicated
1: relationship life. with Bethany because I have, obviously I think she's smart and I think that she's funny. I just find it to be like. I don't like when it, I don't never favor the person who's the favor because I always feel like there's that suspect to me and the fact that like she now is like I'm always right I'm always right now it's like I'm always right about everybody else's relationships and I'm not showing anything is like you you can't do that anymore, especially because you're not low man on the totem pole. So we're like, it's not charming. Like Luann is the lead of this show now because she's low man on the totem pole because she's lost everything yeah. and she's been on the show long forever for, for since season one. And so people are invested in like her happiness. Like I don't know if she's really fucking in love with this guy or if it's real love or if it's lasting love. It's not. But I believe. Well, I don't know. You say that, but like I don't it's know. Not, she's gonna it's marry not, him. I know, and but that's the like, big fuck And that's so. I, do I, so, know.
0: Actually, she, I know it all. <laughs> it make, and it makes me want to me me
1: react like Kelly Dodd to you. And I mean, like, I love you as a person. But like, it makes me want to react because, like, that's so frustrating because, like, you don't know her in her life. like
0: I really you, do, though.
1: You don't. And, like, Bethany didn't keep her relationship on TV. And so at the reunion, man brings up that her current boyfriend is still married to someone who Bethany was friends with in high school. If Bethany was on the show and showed her real life, that's what she how that that's would, yes. how that would have gotten played, and yes. she didn't want that to get played like that. Course. And that's what's infuriating. And and I would have loved to have that conversation with you and see you say like, well, he's been separated from her for three months, no, and, I lo- have- and Bethany hasn't been friends I with mean, her I in probably, fifteen years, and yeah, it's like 100%. because people would have defended her, and I'm never a fan of someone who gets off scot free because uh, she's not being held accountable for her behavior, and I'm going to be really pissed. And I would love for our listeners, like the five of them, to comment. <laughs> like <laughs> I really want Andy Cohen to hold her and Carol because I think Carol's a fucking spineless person who goes along with the flow I want him to hold them accountable for really manipulating production the way the show ended I love the codas and the way they showed all the women oh, like in their so photos but great. like why was Bethany the last photo we saw it was clearly the way the production should have played it was it should have been that group shot when it focused in on Luann and it said Luann is still engaged and they're planning their right. wedding and it's a question of. and then it was like the next shot was like Bethany by herself being like and Bethany isn't bleeding anymore financially or elsewise and I I was like
0: it's but not her it, show i know but you're getting really upset but you're talking to one of bethany's superfans who is saying she's become a real piece of shit so you can't get away with saying it's because the focus isn't on her being a shithead. Because people are coming around to that.
1: I mean, I I hope so, but I still think that like she is in favor uh, with like producers. At least in this season, she was because they let her do what she did. I... And I want to see how they play her at the reunion because it is unfair to me if she can walk away like and be like like I and I will repeat this till the day I die that like Lisa Vanderpump got off scot free at that fucking reunion. It was ridiculous. Like Lisa, I mean sorry, Lisa Vanderpump. Did whatever she did off camera, and because it was off camera, and no matter the fact that seven other people were talking about it, it was like, Lisa, do you have anything to say? And she was like, No. And it was like, All right, here's a toast. And it's Can like, Can I
0: say what I think a better example would be, which is Teresa um, Judy J, Judice Judice oh. in Jersey? Because tree huggers, I think your fear is that Bethany fans are like tree huggers. Tree huggers are uniformly very blind and upset by any criticism. But they're of not their smart people, one. so I don't care. I think that if you were at the beginning of this season a Bethany super fan and you have not seen that there is a huge discrepancy in the Bethany of now versus the Bethany of then, then there's a real issue with your, your cognitive. But it's skills. less
1: to me, it's less about um like to me it's less about like her fans. Like I don't care it's like It's it, about
0: her role in production. It's her,
1: it's it's about her like if she comes back for another season, like do they think that we want to see what we just saw? Do they think that we love Bethany that much that we.? Because, like, it's like Nene, and I think that they let her do whatever she wants, too. They let a certain. The women. Yeah, who that was a The women who read yeah. to certain. And I actually didn't mind Nene coming back as a friend of because she was totally. It was like. It was dumb and it was pointless because she didn't add anything, but she was funny and she had good one-liners and she wasn't involved in the drama. But, like, Lene's last season as a real housewife. It was not good. It wasn't good because she didn't want to play ball. And, like, I know that that's hard because you're famous. And, like, if she comes back this season, they're going to talk about the fact Damian. that she owns.
0: I'm agreeing with I'm not, you. I'm just
1: like, I'm not yelling. This isn't me, like, arguing with you. It's just, like, I'm nervous about the reunion because I feel like she's it's going to be a shit show on Luann, and it's going to be people saying this isn't real love to her. And I just feel like, well, then, like, somebody else talk about something. Because at least she came in and she wore hard heart on her sleeve right, and said it was. Right, but they can't,
0: I mean, she can't, I mean, I guess she does come back, according to you, and say, well, you were dating whoever who was an ex of whoever. I mean, that
1: was in the sneak peek. I was, like, a real quick, she just said, like, okay. she's like he's, she said your boyfriend's married, and Bethany was like, he's not I'm saying it again. And Luann's like, I will. He's married to your high school friend and, you're, and you were married. <laughs> How did I miss that? It was in the thing after the episode. It was like, it was really quick, oh. but it, the way it was kind of, basically like Luanne's like, you both were married when you guys got together. And Bethany's like, no, he, say it again. And Luanne's like, okay, he was married and you were married.
0: It makes me kind of panic a little bit just because... I, I feel like a woman without an island. Like, I don't know who I'm I... aligning myself with. I can't align with Lou. I honestly, that Dorinda scene, like, broke me up. That shit was dumb as fuck. Like, that was, like, not good. And you know that Lou never thought that was going to be seen on air. You know 100% what that you they th- were calling how her do you think... just, to, just to try to take back the script, and they couldn't fucking do it. What I
1: thought was really interesting is, like, okay, so I don't want to, like, uh you know, like, hypothetical what Tom is, because he we don't know him and we haven't seen no, him. No, but let's do it. No, but, like, what is... Like, how did Luann get away with not having any of the conversations with him on camera for the finale? Like, she came back and she was like, so Tom and I met and was very emotional, and then that whole scene with Dorinda obviously happened off camera, too, like, whatever, was a phone call. But, like, none of that was caught on camera, and I think that's so interesting, because, like, I... I feel like they did a good job of like running around production because if production knew that was happening, they would have like ran with a camera. So like Luann did a good job of like making sure that like they weren't included or she or and this is I'm so glad I remember this because I didn't write it down. I think that because she wasn't a contracted housewife and because she, she was, got away with she it. She was like, Fuck you guys, you didn't know. I'm not i am not going to give you, you didn't this didn't filming. Make, yeah, like I'm not gonna let you come. Well to then
0: my, good for fucking her. I mean Right,
1: which I think like kind of worked to her advantage because yeah. she's the star of she the show then this then season. She could then rewrite and, how she wanted and she write. was able to but be like, yes, I agree. I mean, seeing that scene with Dorinda was like, you know, like, I'm not, like, totally sold that, that like, Luann and Tom are going to be married for 50 years. And then it's Neither it. is but, Luanne. But, like, I wanted to, I want to be on her side in this. And then hearing that, I was like, I mean, Lou, you know, like, maybe Can she thought that. Can you
0: imagine she... wanting to marry someone who thinks it's okay to say, if you don't do what I want you to do, not only are you not coming to the wedding. She said, he said this to Dorinda in front of Lou. Not only are you not coming to the wedding, but you will not be allowed to be friends with my fiance any longer. Can you imagine being in that position where this is the guy that you were hyping to people, that he was the one? This is the woman that you're talking to who set the two of you two fuckheads up together. So she's the one, if you're so happily in love, that you should be thanking and not threatening. Mm. Can you imagine being sitting sitting next to him at the Regency or wherever the fuck and letting, allowing him to talk to your friend and colleague in that way? That's what drives me in insane i can't deal i can't deal with disrespect i like it it drives me <laughs> fucking insane and i was so <laughs> pissed rewatching that scene because i was like that is really shitty inexcusable behavior that they were trying to do behind the scenes not thinking that Dorinda would ever have the balls to say on camera. I wish we did. could have
1: seen Luann
0: She never would talk have about it. it. Like, I
1: wanted to know, No, not even the scene. Oh, maybe like, in the like, reunion. I wanted, I wanted maybe. A, I, wa- I mean, I'm sure she'll comment on or it. Or on
0: a, like, watch what happens I, I just want to was.
1: know her version of that story and, like, what she will say happened.
0: I don't think there is a version and I believe Dorinda. Well, that's it's like,
1: not true. There, Of course there's our version.
0: I'm sure there's a version <laughs> and they were probably high or drunk or whatever. Honestly, like, they, they go out, they party. Also,
1: someone, who, who are they accusing of doing drugs in the reunion? Oh I, I think they're accusing Bethany of being a cokehead, maybe.
0: No, <laughs> it was Sonia, Sonia, and somebody else were accusing Dorinda. I think it was Bethany and Sonia were accusing Dorinda of being a cokehead, which was like I couldn't believe someone was actually saying it, and I was like, oh shit, because I mean, awkward pause. Maybe a little. Maybe in those earlier episodes with John with the Laundry Man.
1: I don't know, man.
0: I just can't. Which skinny girl are you drinking? White peach margarita. It's so
1: gross. Um, I also thought it was interesting, like, I just, I wonder, I really don't want to just spend this entire time, like, talking about how much I can't stand the new Bethany Frankel. We
0: don't have enough time in the universe.
1: But I thought it was interesting that she, like, went out of her way to make sure that, like, who would have thought this relationship about Adam and Carol? Oh, I
0: Understand she was that. like, have
1: this was in the relationship, the lesson." And she was like, "She showed on this whole thing about Dorinda's with this like she had to go like make a, she had to take a jab at everybody's like right. boyfriend and it was like she made her jab at Carol. I mean, I'm sorry, she made her jab at um at Tom. She made her jab at John, Sonia. and then who was the uh, who else has it? Sonia,
0: Ramona, maybe Ramona. Oh, Ramo- being she made Ramona getting
1: cheated on with a 22 year old. And I was like, I mean, I don't know. Like to me, that's like if she was talking to her assistant, and like to me, that was just her getting in good jokes. Yeah, just someone who
0: gets paid to laugh. Right. And, until, yeah. and I was sort of like, I mean, girl,
1: like, you're already gonna, like, not be on Luann's great side, and, like, who but knows?
0: why not alienate everyone else? So, like, yeah,
1: so it's like, let's have a, get a good jab in towards Ramona and also, like, Dorinda and about John again after that. Like, you guys kind of got over that, I thought.
0: Also, speaking about disrespectful, who puts diamonds in a piñata?
1: It was so strange to it me. It was so
0: strange to me. I was so offended. Was into because of the
1: money factor. I was, like, I, like, like the of I, All I wanted was, like,
0: Sonia to get, like, the most expensive, and she got that, like, sad little tea necklace, but... Um, or Y necklace rather, but the fact that they film all of these poor assistants, and Bethany only has like interns. She has like interns and like two actual people that got paid, so I'm sure the interns get like $12 an hour or something, but the fact that they have this circle of people, all of whom could probably genuinely really appreciate some sort of fine jewelry, nice costume, diamond shmada, just right there circling around watching these very wealthy or seemingly wealthy TV stars bat in a pinata and then try to scrounge around and like get some sort of diamond i thought that was so crazy and the best part of it was ramona looking at her prize and being <laughs> like no
1: <laughs> can I, can I say like the, one, the one thing i did um like one of my things i liked about this episode was that bethany and luann did have a, a moment where bethany said are you sure that he's like not a guy who's after you for your money and luann mm-hmm. was like no because like he has his money and she was like but i've heard you've had more and, and, and luann was, Luan was like, yeah. like that might be true, and I was like, and, and Luann was, and um, Bethany Carol. was. Like, oh, Bethany said something like, you know, like people see us and they think,
0: right, are, like Sonia, that and they're I, wealthy. And she said that, like, yeah. and I
1: didn't think that was shady. I just, Neither I thought, it, I. I thought it was true, in that like. They all, Bethany is makes a lot of money, but, like, Carol's not, like, a, a fucking 50, doesn't have 50 million dollars. No, but she like, has the Kennedy they,
0: they name, they so people assume They all have a certain it. amount
1: of money, yeah. and then they're on television, so people assume that they are worth a lot of money.
0: Well, if you hear that someone, and Tom started stripping Sonia allegedly 10 years ago, okay, so he's thinking that Sonia Morgan is Sonia Morgan, the ex-wife of... Uh, John Morgan like she's thinking that he's thinking that she has legit money which she didn't she had legit property she did not ever have legit cash during that divorce or a, um, after and then and Carol agree with that too and she's like yeah he, Tom was with someone that had a fucking ton of money mm-hmm. that before that too he definitely does seem like a little bit of a housewife hunter
1: it's interesting it's
0: not good I appreciate that Luann seemed,
1: seemed responsive to it I,
0: uh, in that moment yeah right after when she like had no artifice over her and could only I, and I, only be honest and I
1: did think it was interesting like the reaction for the women that they were running to Luke, Bethany's I, I know you talked about this earlier but just like the fact that like Three of them were in bed with Bethany while she was like, How bad, hard it was for her to tell them. I was like, when Guys, she was crying, I do was a better job mind. of being a friend to like Luann. Like, even if you don't believe in that relationship, just be like, Girl, are you okay? I
0: thought it was ridiculous. I thought Bethany's meltdown was actually ridiculous. The winner, I thought maybe of this season overall from like a turnaround perspective, Sonya? 100% said BJ. I, mean, I really thought I was she into was it. on her I way want out. Her to drink this, ever again. I thought maybe
1: she was on her way out of the show so in the I. middle because I just felt like she seemed so disillusioned.
0: Yeah, and, and desperate and, and sad. And, like, I just felt,
1: like, by the end, like, I mean, Sonia is super funny, and I, and I think that that, like, we talk about this with Siggy Flicker and other people, it's like, we need to have someone who's funny, and if they lose her, it's like, Ramona's funny in a different way. Like, Bethany's funny Ramona's in a different manic. way. Ramona's yeah. manic. Lou
0: is dry and sort of sometimes a little dour. Like, they need. Bethany d- is not. You,
1: and you, I think, have said this before that, like, Lou, that Sonia is the only one who has, like, a, a specific type of timing that is just like, she's funny.
0: Yeah, she's actually funny. She's witty. Um,. So I think I think it's I think she has to come back. I think it's going to be interesting. I think Sonia's gunning for Dorinda in the reunion. Obviously, Sonia's still pissed about oh. the whole money thing. She's pissed that she lost them, which is something we spoke about with her ladyship, Jill Aaron. That Sonia's pissed that she didn't get paid because uh. Dorinda blocked her from going to the Berkshires, and she's brought and Sonia's brought will that they talk, up in Will social they talk media. about
1: that like in. In honest terms, at the reunion? Like, well, they? Because I feel like sometimes they still don't talk about production a lot in the reunion. Like, other some of reality shows, they talk more about, like, you did this for the show or you did this for the cameras or whatever, contracts. But, in, like, a lot of shows won't talk about contracts. I don't think
0: that, she's. They're not going to talk about contracts. I think Sonia's going to come for Dorinda. I think she's going to find a way and say she's a shitster or whatever. She's not being real or I guess she's a drug addict or something. I mean, if Dorinda says that Sonia has a drinking problem, Sonia has every right to be like, well, these are rumors that I've heard about you. I don't see there being anything wrong with that. And I sort of embrace. Sonya not doing the delusional thing that she did with Heather Thompson where she's like, I'm a big, you know, phenomenal – where Sonya was saying, like, I'm a big, phenomenal businesswoman and this is what my homeless intern in Ireland, you know, <laughs> like, designed for me, I think – this is an area where Sonia can actually be correct.
1: The Irish intern actually listened to our podcast. <laughs> I
0: just realized that when I said it out loud.
1: So I mean, we're grateful for I all our listeners. I forget her name,
0: but thank you so much to the Irish intern who tweeted us.
1: I wish you could have seen um, my co-host, Sarah, realize <laughs> that <laughs> that we know, you, we know you've tweeted at us, and we appreciate you listening. We
0: do appreciate
1: um, it. So I, what did you, the OC this week was... Um, um, Stephanie Cornick, who was was our guest last week, she texted me and said that this is the calm before the storm. And I thought that was interesting um, because I watched it and it was it was a really an uplifting episode. I mean, obviously all about Shannon and David's relationship oh my and, god
0: was that not the sweetest well, thing well i'm nervous are you not super attracted to him i am oh he's like yucky his to me. hair oh my I god i like his weird
1: bug eyes and like yes. his
0: he's like sort of fake smooth like he's not really suave but, but like is, i'm into well, him here's what i'm worried
1: about the the trailer shows the, the super trailer for it the says season
0: her freaking out at there him. was a
1: fight and i was right. just nervous i
0: think it is with them
1: it is there's a fight between the two yeah. of them and i'm just nervous because they seem like they're on such great terms right now and like i don't know i think that like I think there are lots of people that can get past cheating for sure, and I think it happens a lot more than we probably know because I think people keep it private. But, like, they live that shit out on television, and I constantly am worried about them.
0: You're worried that he's going to cheat again? That will Not never that gonna happen. He he's going to cheat again. She will castrate him. I'm
1: just nervous that they're going to, like, that they'll never be okay because... I don't know, because it'll always be a memory that it happened. Like, I think it's hard to forget that.
0: I know, but I feel like they're on a different, they're on different ground now. It's not that, it's not about really forgetting it. It's just about making the choice to move on, right? And to try to become better as a result. To like, yeah, but I think that. Sort like, of live lessons of, like, why did this happen? Yeah, but doesn't
1: she say something, and, I, and I'm maybe misspe- speaking, um, here, but in the super in the trailer for the season, I thought it was something about him cheating or, I thought it was about the affair in the
0: the fight. original, right? Yeah, I don't know. So I
1: just and I just I'd hope that like you know I agree. Yeah, it is about probably moving on. But also, if you can't like if that's well, like, if
0: your co stars are screaming at you, bringing it up every five seconds, I'm sure that's not helpful, mm-hmm. right? It yeah, could be it could she, be that so- Kelly or yeah, Vicky says something and it triggers.
1: Shane, but Shannon stayed on the show too, which is like. I guess good for her, but also, like, man, I mean, I don't know how you get back on track after
0: that. Was that Val renewal not the sweetest thing? And he was kind of dopey about it and, like, nervous. And I was so – I, like, watched it twice, and the first time I was really emotional watching it because I just thought it was so sweet and so lovely, and, like, she was so shocked, and she just needed it. He knew that she needed this. She deserved this.
1: Um, what did you – you know, What was interesting. I thought about what Bra- our Brandy Glandeville said in our interview with her. Um – when she said that they pay for all of their own, like, parties. And oh, events. yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, like, an elegant, like, affair. He paid for a
0: second what? I mean, yeah. that was literally a second wedding. But, like, again, she deserved it.
1: <laughs> I mean, totally. Um, they are
0: selling their, like, $16 million so house. Wait, so I think, they, has I think she's change. one of
1: the richer housewives. I mean, she not She Be- is, but they Beverly's are
0: downsizing.
1: Ex- Maybe I would say Beverly Hills is ex- not included, but I actually think that at this point, I don't know how many of the Beverly Hills women are that rich. Like I mean, based on like LVP
0: know, Kyle Richards has legit LVP money now. LVP Kyle
1: Richards are very rich. Camille and Adrian Malouf are very rich, but they're not on the show anymore. Right. Um. I don't. I think Taylor's not embarrassing, but I don't think she's like the richest.
0: Taylor Armstrong. Yeah, I thought has she no money. Really? Yeah, she had to do all the liability. I thought liability her, new, shit I thought after her, her new... husband. He's just a lawyer. Lawyers doesn't. Law, being a lawyer doesn't mean. I you mean, I lot know that, money. but
1: I thought that he had money. No. I don't know what I thought. He no, did. no,
0: they live in Colorado. It's which is lovely. God bless. But like, no.
1: Um. I mean, Erica Jane obviously has money.
0: Erica Jane's husband has money. Um, Erica Jane has access to her husband's money. Yes,
1: but beyond that, the, like Eileen doesn't have like a crazy amount of money. Lisa no. Rodriguez doesn't have a crazy amount of money. No,
0: they're both comfortable. Yeah, sure. I mean, they both like work consistently, whatever. And then OC, we have.
1: I mean, Tamara's like she's like not.
0: Tamara's okay. Tamara's a gem. She's fine. She's having sex with Eddie for I guess forty-five seconds. But
1: nobody like that's and, depressing. But nobody besides Shannon, I think, is the richest OC housewife. No, Heather Dubrow. Oh right, I forgot about
0: her. With their thirty million dollar. Yeah, I mean, most of that is most
1: of that is his money.
0: I think like all she, of it is. You know, his, she has a
1: couple million. I think she's think. maybe
0: paying the taxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, think she has.
0: I think that I think that's shared. That they are in a real actual partnership. Does, is Vicky's. Oh, yeah, Vicky has money, although she has said and stated that her business was hurt after the last season with the whole um, Brooks is perfectly fine and healthy and maybe had a head cold one day for about 45 minutes. I I think
1: that she should just, like, not be the face. Like, she needs to not be there. You know what I mean? Like... Like not she, be aware. Like she's a distance herself from her business because no, like...
0: the, her business is her. She made. She, it's like Trump. It's like you are. You make a decision to brand your business as who you are. I mean, that was the cool thing about Bethany is that Bethany is obviously the the face. The face sort of and mm-hmm. like, but it, the company is not really Bethany. It's more the idea of you know skinny girl and whatever healthy living. But Vicky has done so well because she made a great decision to invest in the show that somehow it would, you know circle back to her business and it really paid off for her for many years she was doing exceptionally well in business because she was able to show this side of herself as like a successful businesswoman and now it's like wait you sell health insurance and life or rather life insurance and you maybe (laughs) were participating in a cancer plot i Uh, mean i just that's not great i just it's not so much that she's an asshole it's like she might actually be a criminal a little bit
1: i just had a thought an epiphany i think that vicky's gonna have a turnaround before the end of the season
0: Hundred percent no, and here's why: she has some sort of turnaround with Tamra, so half right. She does have a turnaround with Tamara and I don't think Shannon, but yeah, with Shannon Tam- with Tamra, yes. And then there's some sort of shit that happens where Tamra has said, and I believe her, and Vicky has said, and I believe they will never be friends again. And Tamra says it's because something that Vicky does is Wait, so terrible. they get, terrible.
1: They get they go from being where they are now? They go to, back to, to being down. close,
0: to being close, and then something happens that cuts it forever.
1: But okay, but that has, but isn't it possible that? it's something that also, like, Tamara is, like... Oh,
0: totally, but I just happen to believe... I just
1: hope that Vicky, like, I mean, I would like to see her, I don't know, be the better version of her. It will never but happen. I feel like she's in she a will... really sad, sad
0: place But right that now. is, I think, Vicky, right? Like, I think that's well, it. Well, she gets into this relationship with that guy that threw someone into the fire. <laughs> He's, like, when? she's dating, recently? like, a former, she's dating a former cop or sheriff or something. He threw someone into who a fire like, recently? Not, like, recently, but, like, they have the records okay, here, of him. Here's the thing. You can't throw somebody to a Hold fire. Hold on. Can I
1: speak this? Yeah. Because you do this a lot with, like, Radar Online or, like, the Daily Mail, like, things. When people are on reality shows, they will find everything out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, and, like, nobody's, like, I, like, I, like, they just do that so like and if like, it could be your first cousin and they will just be like your first cousin punched somebody in an Irish pub like in 1996
0: I know but if you throw someone into a fire I know but we don't know anything about it cop beyond and you a and there were several instances of like excessive I just, force it's like, it's just, which is like very these things, are, trend these, things are, these things
1: are painted to be vilifying to reality
0: sure and he might also it might just be that when you try in normal life you can try to be a great guy like a knight in shining armor and you don't have tabloid magazines no, that are running to find out so right. it might just be that He's a shitty person. He made a bad, um, he made a bad investment yeah. in aligning with someone who is on a reality show who has tabloid magazines tracking everything she does because they have a vested interest in making sure that she hopefully does end up with a shitty guy because that sells like That's clicks on their website. Sad reality tv
1: is so sad
0: i know it's super sad um (laughs) things that are also super depressing um kelly dodd is a sociopath and the best part of last night aside from shannon and david's forever ever forever ever after i do i do was that scene with megan king edmonds who by the way is like the sneak attack phenomenal human person she was like this with brooke she was like this last night who just very calmly is like, I don't believe your bullshit. Like Kelly Dodd, Megan King Edmonds sat Kelly Dodd down and was like, I was embarrassed to be with you. You were acting like a sociopath. You need to understand that if you're upset about something because you have a child, all of the other women in the room, number one, also have children, and number two, your child's gonna be embarrassed by your behavior, and you have to be held accountable for it. And I thought that was really phenomenal. And Kelly Dodd responding back that you ju- it's you just don't understand because you don't have kids is so shitty in so many different ways and reminded me exactly of that moment that brandy glanville had a conversation with yolanda hadid um then yolanda foster on beverly hills a couple seasons ago where yolanda was saying to brandy it's unacceptable for you to smack lvp and and you and or it's and it's because you're drinking too much and brandy's like well your daughter had a dui like trying to compare apples and oranges when it's like but, you're trying to shift focus of your unacceptable behavior and it's not about the fact that Megan doesn't have biological children because she's a stepmother and that is a parental role. And I thought it was really obnoxious okay, but to like, not just say, I need to become a better person and then to have that language and that dialogue used at a dinner at Fig and Olive with Vicki Gumbleson, who is nobody's role model. Not okay, a single but person. Also,
1: let's just like think about That, like, Kelly Dodd, the production got to her, and she realized her daughter would hear things about her and her marriage to her daughter's father. So, like, she was just reacting to that. And I'm not saying that, like, it was an excuse for her behavior, but, like, she's allowed to have that reaction. And, like, she's right in that, like, Megan hasn't had—doesn't have a child who's, like, ever said— that she's like a bit of fucking talk sucker to get have the life that life. Megan she has.
0: is an electric human being. Kelly has to be responsible for her behavior. Kelly says over and over again on the show how unhappily but, but, married she is to her husband. Her daughter is going to hear that. What's going to be more upsetting to her daughter? Hearing that her mother but hates she's her father. Said that. She did on last night's episode. She said, she said, she
1: just she illuminated the fact that it is a complicated relationship.
0: Okay, you're giving her a lot of credit. I'm I just treating her like a
1: human per- person because she doesn't
0: do that to anybody else you're giving kelly more grace and humanity than she has assigned to any other person outside of the og of the oc
1: i think that she just is a person who is not particularly well and who when they drink it is she is volatile but i think she is entitled to have a reaction and i don't think that like i think that that is something when people are on reality tv and they get so it's like when dorinda broke down at that ob- event last year when she was wasted and heather thompson was like you're not even making any sense and it was like well, she was, it was like she was like I can't do it anymore. Do you remember what I'm talking about no, I
0: don't. Dorinda? I like I
1: Dorinda, like it was like a dinner. It was on their vacation. Where did they go last year? And oh like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. When and they were in Dorinda um, was like I
1: can't do it anymore. And she was yeah, slurring, yeah, yeah. and and Heather, in a very Bethany Frankel sort of way, See was far, just, was like I don't know what you're saying, Dorinda. Right, right, right. And it was and really Dorinda... patronizing, <laughs> right. and Dorinda was like get me out of here. I was like taking her mic off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Kelly Dodd's moment, and like for me, that's and I don't know about you, but like for me, that's why I watch these shows. Like I don't watch these shows because I think these are real people. I watch these shows because it's like watching. It's like you're putting people in a social experiment and you're seeing how they react. And, like, that was Kelly's, like, for me that was the, the most humanizing thing I've seen of her because she was reacting to the fact that this is going to be on television. So, yes, she does need to be held accountable for her behavior. But also, like, she was realizing that, like, there these are things that happen and that people will say these things and then... But
0: she won't hold herself accountable. She really won't. She does these flippant I'm sorry's but with several strings attached. Did you read
1: her blog this week? You read everybody's blog. Did you read hers? She did I mean she did ap- she said awkward pause she said that she was apologetic to yeah, she's thing,
0: always apologetic in like, this sense it until the next thing happens. Kelly Dodd is a shitty person, and it's not enough to be broken. It's genuinely not enough at this point to just say, like, I'm a broken person and that's it. Like, at a certain point, it's like, well, then why are – isn't, isn't the, the goal of life over time to become better I just, tomorrow I just think, than like were I think yesterday? That, I think
1: that these is that all, just me? I Am I the like, only
0: one reading those fortune I, cookies?
1: I think, like, I can recognize, like, who Bethany as a fully formed human being – and that, like, she's not a villain. And I don't think Kelly Dodd's a villain. I think that she's a person, a, a real person who signed up for a show, and it's being, you know, and re- and is being put in situations where she reacts a certain way. And I'm not saying that she's right. I'm 100% not saying that. I'm just saying, like, for me, the moment where she realized her daughter would see this stuff was humanizing. And I think there is something to be said for the fact that, like, Megan doesn't have a kid who's watching this show right now. And Megan also could spend her whole first season on this show investigating Vicky's boyfriend because she didn't, like, you know what I mean? Like... There was there, Her priorities are different. They will be different when she has a child.
0: Guys, I am now not listening to Damien. <laughs> because I'm reading Kelly Dodd's blog. And I have to say, she's the devil. I think she's a horrible human being. And I am concerned for her daughter. But um, there is one great line. So she's, like, apologizing to everyone for acting like a raving lunatic. So kudos to her. It's the first time I haven't read a blog, and Damien apparently brought receipts. Um, but <laughs> wait. So she goes, losing my temper at the dinner party for Megan was almost completely inexcusable. I acted like a raving lunatic. I admit I was wrong in many ways. I was embarrassed by my, his- my by my hysterical rants. I embarrassed my family and everyone involved. I want to apologize Again, here to Shannon and Tamara for the horrible names I called them. Of course, they were in no way true or deserved. I also want to apologize to Megan for ruining her special night. Clearly, I offended Heather's delicate sensibilities, so I apologize to her for that, too. I think it's which funny. Which I thought was funny and
1: Because she said nothing to Heather, but here there was the Just one who-
0: saying. <laughs> I think is actually genuinely funny. Listen, I'm never gonna like Kelly. It's not gonna happen. I've been really I'm, not, I'm not, and I'm not asking no, you to like and her And I'm for not sure. gonna respect her. And I can't. But, under- but you said nothing no.
1: makes you angry than disrespect her earlier.
0: Which is why I hate her so much. Me hating her isn't disrespectful. It's just honest and real. <laughs> it's true. I think Kelly needs more people in life. Ideally, someone with like you know access to a prescription pad and a PhD who are sitting her down and saying like. Your behavior is needs to be corrected. If if you have any interest, listen. She might be totally totally okay with her behavior, and going by your favorite Raider Online articles that have been written about her, the number of um criminal complaints against her for harassment, her brother being a complete psychopath. I'm sure her parents are fucked as well. Like, it's it's not out of character for her, from her fam- family lineage to be, like, a complete douchebag. So maybe this is just her role in life, is to, like, behave this way. She married well or terribly, depending on if you care about your, you know, debit card or heart, and has a child who she, by all accounts, loves, okay? So that's one thing. She has a child that she loves. And maybe she's just on this path where she's just going to be a shitty person forever and, like, that's her goal in life. I don't know – actually, I do know people that are like that and I don't like them because I think it's crazy to behave poorly and not want to learn from those lessons. But maybe that's just her thing and she's going to get paid from being on this reality show and – hundred bucks says of someone else's money set of you know of Michael Dodd's money says that she's gonna be divorced in a season hundred percent hundred percent that she's down the jewels track where she joined the show to try to get an out and this is her way she doesn't have her own shit going on I mean it's possible I just think it's super depressing I think it's super depressing as we drink skinny girl mm, cheers to healthy relationships guys
1: I can't wait till Kelly Dodd has a, a line of wines and we're drinking it.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be water and someone told her it was vodka and she just believes. Um Should we I mean what like do you, what do you have I to say
1: about New Jersey this week?
0: Well, so I had actually a question that I wrote down for you that I wanted to ask you. Um Is it about
1: Italians?
0: I'm just some of my other notes myself. I wanna have sex with David Bador. Mm. Um <laughs> I just wrote that down. Okay. Here's my question. Um uh what's worse? David yelling at Vicky in O.C. or Jacqueline calling Joe Gorga? Because I feel like both... Say it again? What's worse? David in O.C. yelling at Vicky Gumbelson at the I 70s was, party. I thought he was
1: inappropriate.
0: Or Jacqueline not calling Melissa Gorga but calling straight to the source Joe Gorga? Oh, well, or did I, you think that was not inappropriate I didn't at think all? it was
1: inappropriate. I think that I understand why from like a show perspective why it has to be played like that. Like why Melissa has to be mad about that. But like... Jacqueline and Teresa have a, a friendship, a history, and like, and and so does and therefore relationship with Joe and Jacqueline. Do and it was something that Joe said to Jacqueline. So like to involve. No, something
0: that Joe said to Teresa that Jacqueline wanted to fact check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. No, you're it right.
1: was Joe told Jacqueline that Melissa, that Teresa wasn't her. F- yes, Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe told,
0: told Teresa not to trust anyone. Teresa, in her crazy ears, heard that it was as two
1: things. It was Joe told. My understanding was that Joe told jacqueline not to that like they weren't each other's friends basically like he told teresa not to trust anybody and he told jacqueline that teresa wasn't his friend her friend that, like, i do
0: remember the second part i thought
1: I, I thought it was basically like they both she was like your brother like she was like my brother told me not to trust anybody and and jacqueline was like your brother told me not that we weren't real friends so that like then she called joe out on that to say like what did you say
0: what teresa said was Joe, my brother, told me not to trust you. Jacqueline goes, "That's bullshit." Calls Joe Gorga, and Joe Gorga says, "No, what I actually said was don't, don't trust, trust anybody."
1: Anyone. Um, but I don't think
0: I could understand why Melissa would be pissed, honestly, because Melissa's hearing it from Teresa and sure, maybe from yeah. Joe. I mean, and I... so she would be like, "Why the fuck are you like getting involved?" I get it, but I also think that Joe Gorga—it's not like Joe Giudice, Giudice, Judice Joe Gorga is like friends with these women. Like, also, they are, like he he's grew up—he
1: grew up with like like Jacqueline. Like no,
0: he didn't grow up with Jacqueline.
1: I mean, meaning that like the Teresa was on friend, TV? Teresa was friends with Jacqueline for t- whatever, like ten years. Like he knew who she was. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, but, they like, grew up. They were like childhood friends. No, like, yeah, I just yeah, mean yeah. like, she, like no his, his, his older Jack. sister yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: was friends with Jacqueline for right.
0: So there's like a he level of she, intimacy there, yeah. right? Where it's yeah. not just like somebody's husband. It's not like, like the David Bedorf thing. It's, it's not
1: like Vicky calling David in a fight with Shannon to like just to push buttons.
0: Whose side are you on with this whole Jack Tree thing? It's gonna go on forever. I'm like never, the on, the I'm season. not ever
1: on Teresa's side, and I think that she's. I feel like, I mean, as you can see, and as our listeners can hear, like I'm pretty good at playing devil's advocate. I'd say it's one of my strengths, and so I feel like I can even play Kelly Devil, devil's advocate to Kelly Dodd.
0: Well, you certainly want to.
1: I try. I mean, because I, I really try to believe that everybody is human and that everybody's like doing Broken. the best that they can. Yeah, I, 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 I feel disagree. like I, I do think that Teresa is doing the best that she can. I don't think Teresa is bright, and I think that that really hard like hurts every argument she tries to make because I don't think she's self-aware and I don't think she's bright. And I so I, told, I take Jacqueline's side in this. Even though I don't think Jacqueline is invested in the friendship. Yeah. So I think she's just trying to, like, keep her time on the show. Right. But I do think that she, J- Jacqueline, like the things that they did are not comparable and it's it's shitty uh, for Teresa to bring up like Jacqueline's bankruptcy to say that Jacqueline's that's a,
0: husband's corporate bankruptcy. Certain, yeah, because
1: yeah, like, bankruptcy is a thing that's different and it's like a difficult thing for people to do and that's separate for corporate or personal. From
0: fraud. And that's
1: different from fraud. Right. So like that to me is like insulting. Um but I also again don't think that Jacqueline is really invested in maintaining or building a friendship with Teresa.
0: I think that Teresa's dumb, but I think she's also super manipulative, which she's which we've seen. Like mm. she definitely has a little evil streak, to her. Yeah, but right? it's I not don't just know, like but it's not I don't not rooted in being dumb. I it's mean rooted I she's, super jealous. she's rooted, rooted she's in being Italian. She's rooted in being... She's super she's a very jealous personality. As
1: an Italian, I can say that like it's a lot of like guilt, it's a lot of like not to, I it's not it's the, she would never f- say it's manipulation, but like yeah, it's a lot of like Uh, Teresa believes in, like, that blood loyalty, and she just, and I think we we talked about this last week with Stephanie, but, like, she believes that Jacqueline shouldn't question anything, and if Jacqueline wants to rebuild a friendship, like, it's based on, like, what I tell you is what I tell you, and, like, everything else is, like, off the table, and and we are, and you are loyal to me forever, if I ever come to you, and I think, like, that's not the way um, adult relationships, healthy ones work. Though not to you know if it's if it's working for them, I guess you know,
0: you know who I'm obsessed with, and it's not just because she's a Hebrew. Yeah, you know, I don't think she makes any sense on the show. I think she's too good for Jersey. I'm sort of done with Jersey. It's not giving me anything. I know it's going to get better, and they're going to fight. But like, I'm sad
1: because I thought that like the she's
0: a wasted opportunity. The
1: last season with Amber and the twins was and Dina was like so so bad. Like I really so bad. Like if we were doing this podcast at that point, I would have been like, hey, let's just like not do it anymore until the next franchise comes back.
0: And this was so well cast this season. I feel like I feel like Dolores isn't giving us anything, but I'm really interested. I like appreciate her. I respect her. I don't know her, but I, like... I think she's I'm into boring, her, I'm into her but family. I like that
1: she's organically connected to the women. Like, that feels good. Like, I think they did a good job of finding women that were connected in an organic way. Yes. More so than the twins in Amber and Dina. But, like, it still feels... It's just boring. Like, I'm... I... You know, we, we previously talked about people and the downfall of, like, a certain housewife each season.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I needed to not... The focus it's needs like to be. like the
0: not, downfall of the viewer this
1: the, season. The, well, the... the, the Plot point or the A story for every Jersey season can't be Teresa. And without Caroline.
0: There is no one else. Like
1: nobody. Jacqueline's
0: not strong enough. Because I
1: mean who? Danielle Staub I guess was the other. It was like Danielle, Caroline, and Teresa were the three strongest personalities. Yeah. I mean Dina's boring to me and Jacqueline's boring to me. Kathy, I liked a lot, and I like Rosie a lot, but they're boring. Like, they're fun, but they're not good to be, like, the core. And Teresa
0: will not refuse. It's like, she bristles at the idea of them being mentioned. I think that Teresa, like,
1: thinks that she's Lisa Vanderpump and Bethany and Nene, and that she can manipulate production, but she's not smart enough to do it. And she's not funny enough. Like, she doesn't have any of the strength that those other three women do. And
0: the sad thing is, the focus on her isn't because she's, like, a great part of the show. It's because she's a felon. But
1: I think that, and this is why I don't like Teresa, and why she's one person I have really a really hard time like empathizing with is that I don't she has zero awareness of that she thinks she's the star she has no idea she has no idea that the production is loves her because she gives them so much because she mispronounces words constantly and she says the wrong things Mm. and because her family fat shames each other and they talk about it openly like because Gabriella clearly doesn't want to be part of the family (laughs) because Gia is ready to move out and go to college like she doesn't realize that those subtleties are like what make her the ideal housewife And I think, we've talked about this before with, like, Brian Moylan because he sort of ranked her as, like, his number one housewife. And I said, like, I agreed with him, though I think that she's my least favorite and the most despicable, that she is compelling because she's so flawed and she's so open with her flaws. But, like, that's because. Against her awareness. But that's because she's not aware of them. And so, like, that's what's so, she's such a, like, a divisive character for me because I don't like her. I agree that she's compelling, but I'm sick of, like, the story's always revolving around her. Like, they need, and she, if not, she needs to bring a friend on who, like, let Kim G or Kim D be part of the house. Bring your cousin Kathy on and, and hash that stuff out on TV. But, like, we need something else besides, like, her denying that she, like, she's like, like I didn't, I, I did do my time at camp. But she says camp to negate the fact that she went to prison to serve time for
0: or she thinks I'm aware of what I did that what I did was wrong because I went to camp and that's it. I she mean, won't have any other conversation. She's like, I served my time, and a part of that sentence wasn't me coming on TV and telling you what I right, did was exactly. wrong. Exactly. She won't on do all it. All of the
1: things that she talks about about her time at camp again, with the thing, the word that she chooses to always use. Which I appreciated that Carol, um, that Jacqueline called her out on that. But all the things that, that Teresa talks about with prison are doing yoga and getting to be Zen, which is like her buzzword, and also. That like there was a lot of lesbian sex and it smelled like fish, which yeah, is again is really that insulting was her trying to women. To be fun but it's not funny. funny; it's base level and not smart and really insulting to like gay people.
0: What did you think about the family meeting? I was so sad by it. The fat Melania. shaming meeting. I mean, I thought <laughs> that like, whole. And then Joe's face. Joe, for some reason, maybe because I know it's, he's going to the clink or something, but I sort of feel for him a little bit, and his like face and scenes with Melania like at her birthday and stuff where you could see he just he loves his daughter and I, she's 100% his favorite I, she is a thousand percent his favorite
1: I did love the scene where they went to sk- like fake skydiving oh I would do
0: that tomorrow by the way thought it,
1: excuse me I thought it was so cute and so sweet um and like real but you know, like Joe had the weird goggle marks on his face the whole scene <laughs>
0: did but that I, got to me that moment got to but me but the, the family everything.
1: meeting where they're like where gabriella Not didn't want to participate and like yeah. gia basically said like theresa needs to change her personality mm-hmm. and melania talked about like how joe fat shames them and then how he's fat yeah like to me that's exactly what's wrong with jersey and why it feels like the saddest of all the franchises is because it is that like that moment i feel like is played for humor and the fans or the viewers rather like love that or they talk about it but like it's that's Sad. there's that's no depressing. awareness there like that's not like that's not Sonia and jo- and Ramona being drunk and being goofy and no, like that being...
0: is an 11 year old like crying out for help
1: It's just' and then, or, like it's respect a, it's also just like the family something. like it's also just like speaks to their family dynamics which are a little bit like fucked up. I don't think they
0: have a family dynamic. I think those kids own the house. Tree just wants to be like a supportive wife in whatever way and maybe, you know, a part-time criminal. And Joe's just there. He's just there trucking along. I mean, they don't really have like a cohesive family unit. They have a very, very old school marriage for better or worse, mostly worse. And that's where we are. And those kids are going to go away to trade school, hopefully, fingers crossed.
1: I will say, I mean, Gabrielle is going to go to college. She's going to go to Stanford and never talk to them again. I <laughs> uh, can't wait to hopefully read her book Hopefully she in 20 gets years. a full
0: scholarship because mom and dad have not put away a single penny. No,
1: for sure they have not. Um, they should be
0: downsizing and trying to sell that fucking monstrosity of a house that is like the worst investment idea of all time and downsize to whatever and get those kids away from them. I
1: think Teresa was on watch What Happens Live recently and someone asked her like how she was able to keep her house. And she was like, uh, yeah. we." Were, like, we, <laughs> we like she was like She was like, I wrote the book and I'm back on the show and I'm working. And I was no, like, there's like... still shady things going on with you guys. Like, how, somewhat, is how, how is she paying the mortgage? How also, is she paying the mortgage? How also did she not find like a publicist was able to help her have better answers to the questions about her can you
0: imagine what poor publicist is like helping her and gives her good answers <laughs> she's just fucking forgot i don't want to talk
1: i don't want to say that though. i
0: don't want to do it I'm, a, I'm gonna be great i have a new york Times, new a, york times as
1: we're wrapping up i wanted to say that i think jersey sucks so far and i really don't want to talk about it anymore um like okay, on this great. on this podcast <laughs> like
0: guys it's our series finale so i'm excited that, i'm excited that new york
1: is coming to an end so that i think we're gonna go on a break when it's only jersey left because we're both gonna be tired but,
0: that is not happening, but guys. But next
1: week, um, but next week,
0: OC continues the Jersey really
1: the Jersey housewives go on a trip together or like a whatever. I'm excited for the. Ten minutes I'm excited for the five women or whatever, five or six women to finally be all together at yes. once. Like I need, like you said, I need Siggy and Dolores, but specifically Siggy to like be part of the dynamic. Like I need to see how Siggy diffuses or doesn't diffuse like the drama between Jacqueline and Teresa or like Jack or um, Teresa and Melissa. Like I need to see how those of the new women play into the group dynamic because, like, that's why I watch these shows, is to see, like, the way that people interact as a group. hundred percent. And so I think that, like, Jersey has done a big job of, like, segregating people or, like, doing, like, pairs and, like, I need to see the five of them in a room together and see, like, what is their rapport and if it's their chemistry. Because I think Siki has great – and Dolores have great chemistry and they have good chemistry with Jacqueline, but, like, how do they figure into – Teresa and Melissa
0: I am obsessed with Siggy's confessionals I love what she wears I love how Sasha she is I love her like Hebrew essence which they bring up they have like fucking I mean
1: I was into her parents being on the Hebrew and music having Shabbat in the background dinner.
0: and I was like I know I should know what that's called but I forget I was into the Shabbat <laughs> dinner and all of that oh my god when she was talking about being a super Jew over and over again times a million I was like super into it
1: um, oh my
0: god what an episode this is our first
1: week we've had just you and me and it felt good I feel like we, needed to, have, we needed to have one just me and you
0: I know, and it was so good, and now we have, like, a couple housewives coming up. We have some exciting conversations. Things in the oven. (laughs) Things in the oven. Um, Do they have ovens at camp? Probably not.
1: At Camp Zarin, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, guys, we will see you here soon.
0: Yay. Bye, guys. See you next week.
1: Bye.